Welcome back to the Preventing Type 2 Diabetes podcast. In the previous episode, we learned how food affects our body and some simple tips for making healthier food choices. In reality, choosing to eat a healthy diet is not as simple as a quick trip to the grocery store. Many people face challenges such as limited access to places that sell healthy food, financial constraints that put pressure on food budgets, physical or mobility challenges, limited access to transportation and other factors that can make healthy food seem literally out of reach. I want you to know that we understand the difficulties you may be experiencing and you're not alone. Living with prediabetes and navigating these challenges can be overwhelming, but it's important to remember that small steps can make a big difference. In this short episode, we'll explore strategies to overcome these obstacles and find ways to prioritize your health. If you feel this topic doesn't apply to you, then feel free to skip ahead to the next episode or stick around because this information may be useful to someone you meet in your community, maybe even someone you already know. I'm your host, Dr. BCW. Let's dive in. The Preventing Type 2 Diabetes podcast is a production of Mission-Based Media and was made possible with the support from the American Pharmacists Association Foundation. This series is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for formal medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. So if you have questions about your health, talk to a qualified healthcare provider. For some people living with prediabetes, accessing healthy food is a challenge. Some may live in what are known as food deserts, which are areas that have limited access to affordable and nutritious food. If you have little kids running around and you don't have a car or you don't have public transportation, walking a mile to get groceries and try to carry them back is a huge task. That's Rebecca Linstead. She's a registered nutritionist. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with prediabetes and are having trouble accessing healthy food, there are several resources available to help. The first thing I do is point them to their local food bank if they have access to one, because the local food banks are amazing in terms of what they provide for everyone who needs food, regular access to food, but they particularly have diabetic foods, which means that they're specifically curated with the right amount of carbohydrate, fat, and protein for a balanced meal and blood sugar control. Food banks and pantries also work with local organizations to provide fresh produce, canned goods, and other essential items. A list of these local resources can be found using Feeding America's food bank locator at feedingamerica.org. Just put in your zip code or state and find what's available in your area. The federal government also runs the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, which is called SNAP. This is the food program that is formerly known as Food Stamps. SNAP provides eligible individuals and families with a low income with the funds to purchase food. SNAP benefits are available through your state's SNAP office, or you can find them online by visiting benefits.gov. Some local farmers markets accept SNAP benefits and even offer discounts for purchases made with SNAP funds. And then for some people, they may not have an actual grocery store, but they may have like a dollar store or a convenience store that's in their area. 
That's Adrienne May, a registered nurse and certified diabetes care and education specialist. Well, they maybe can purchase canned beans or canned vegetables or other frozen items that they may can use for vegetables. You may just have to get creative versus maybe having meat every day. You may have to do some protein sources such as beans or vegetables or some other options. Canned fruits and vegetables are often cheaper than fresh ones, and they last longer. Just make sure you buy ones that are packaged in water, not syrup. If you live near a grocery store, but you don't know what foods to shop for, the store may be able to help. Ask the grocery store if they have a dietitian led food tour, and then they can dial you in to all the right aisles with all the right foods. It's a growing trend. It's very informative. This can be a really helpful way to take advantage of a dietitian's expertise. There may be other organizations and resources where you live, such as local churches, nonprofits, soup kitchens, and community meals. While they may not offer groceries, they can help you get a balanced meal. There are also other strategies that can help you save money while grocery shopping. For example, try planning your meals for the week before you go shopping. This can help you identify the ingredients you need and how you can reuse ingredients in multiple dishes. Also, consider buying store brand or generic items, which are often cheaper. In addition to SNAP, there are other government programs like School Meals for Children that help some people on a low income afford healthy food. You can find out if you qualify on the Department of Agricultural website. We'll put a link to this on our website, healthunmuted.com resources. You can also find links to the Feeding America website, other tips and tricks to shopping on a budget, as well as the National Diabetes Prevention Program and information to help find a lifestyle change program near you. Our website again is healthunmuted.com resources. In the next episode. When you start telling people, hey, go out and exercise, that can be very daunting. How do you change your daily routine to include exercise and good sleep habits and actually make them stick? Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Preventing Type 2 Diabetes Podcast. I'm Dr. BCW, and this show is part of the Health Unmuted Audio Library by Mission Based Media. It was created with support from the American Pharmacists Association Foundation. To listen and learn more, visit healthunmuted.com and follow our show on your favorite podcast player.